You are listening to Packers Now. Get the latest updates on the green and gold because it's always Packers season at Packers Now. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Ben Kurkowski, and hope you all had an amazing Christmas this year and were able to see and spend time with the people you love. Today, I want to preview Sunday night's matchup against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Packers are coming off a disappointing game offensively, yet they still came out with the win and want to continue their hot streak as they have won the last four games in a row. Uh, With a win this weekend, the Packers would continue to be in the driver's seat of the NFC, holding on to the number one spot in the NFC, giving them the first round bye, which is huge. And the Packers could even clinch the number one seed this weekend if they win and the Seahawks were to lose or to tie this week, which is possible as they face up against the LA Rams, who are just one game behind them in the division race in the NFC West. So I think that that'll be a battle. The Rams are coming off a loss against the New York Jets which was definitely disappointing to them, but they still are a very good team. And uh, I think that game tomorrow uh, with the Seahawks against the Rams is going to be a big one. If the Seahawks lose, Packers win. That leads to us being the number one seed, which uh, hasn't happened in a very, very long time and would be very, very exciting for the Packers. And then the Titans, who we get to play Sunday night, uh, have been a very good team this year. They're 10-4 and four on the season. They're barely leading in the NFC, AFC North only due to a tiebreaker right now against their division foe, the Indianapolis Colts. This game is just as, if not more important to the Titans than it is the Packers. So both teams will be coming to play this week, and it's going to be another cold one as the game will be played in the 20s with a decent chance of snow in Green Bay. So uh, it's going to be a a cold weather game in Lambeau, which the Packers have to get used to because that's what it looks like they're going to be playing in playoffs, hopefully the whole time until the Super Bowl. And so let's see what this Titans team is all about. Uh, starting with the their offense, the Titans last week have taken over as the highest scoring offense in the NFL ahead of the Packers with 31.1 points per game. The Packers haven't faced an offense this explosive all season long. The only two other teams in the top 10 scoring offenses the Packers have played this season were the Buccaneers and the Colts, who the Packers lost to both of these teams earlier this season. The Packers defense has played better as of late in the last four games especially, but the offenses we, offenses we faced were not nearly as good as the, as the Titans as those four teams were the Lions, which had the 19th best scoring offense, the Panthers 22nd, Bears 23rd, and the Eagles 25th. I want to think our defense is better and has improved over the last four games, Yet, I'm just not so sure when I look at the teams the Packers have faced as of late. This Titans offense is very legit, has so many weapons, which makes them so dangerous. The Titans still have Ryan Tannehill at QB. He's the sixth best QB in the NFL right now. He's been playing at an elite level all season. The game, the only game that Tannehill has really struggled in this season was against the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Steelers are one of the most blitz happy teams in the NFL. And so I just noticed that and I was trying to figure out why, when has Tannehill been bad and it's betting against the Steelers. These, the Steelers have been known, especially earlier in the year to get consistent pressure on the opposing QBs. And if the Packers want a good chance at winning this game, they're going to have to do the same Tannehill. Although he has been a top QB when blitz this season, he hasn't been good when teams are able to get pressure on him as most QBs aren't. The Packers need to find a way to get pressure on Tannehill quickly with as few players as possible as he is an eye for understanding where blitzers are coming from and putting his offense in the best situation to be successful. 
most specifically, uh, Tannehill can tell when blitzers are coming up from the middle. He sees them very well. He sees when linebackers are blitzing. He can read them really well. And he passes into those new empty spaces. He's been an elite passer when throwing in the middle of the field and deep down the field in all sections of the field. The Packers have to force Tannehill to throw outside the hashes and prevent deep shots down the field if we're going to stop him in this game. And we need to get to Tannehill fast. And that is possible because the Titans actually have one of the worst pass-blocking offensive lines in the NFL. This offseason, they lost longtime starting right tackle Jack Conklin, and they have also lost their full-time starting left tackle Taylor Lewan, who's still on injured reserve. Because of this, their offensive line is kind of in shambles. Uh, This week, it looks like starting right tackle Dennis Kelly will not be able to play in this game, which leaves them with their five starters, who will be left tackle David Quesenberry, who has been absolutely awful at pass blocking. Left guard Roger Saffold, who's been had a bad season pass, pass blocking as well. Ben Jones at center, uh, who's been good. Rookie Nate Davis, who has been a bad pass blocker. And the guy who will probably have to play at right tackle in this game would be former Packer Marshall Newhouse, who has had a very bad career. And he's only been asked to play 13 snaps all season. With this offensive line, the Packers should be able to generate pressure easily throughout this game with Zedaria Smith, Dean Lowry, Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, and Kingsley Kiki all coming off very good performances. If the Packers are able to get pressure on Tannehill with only four pass rushers, keeping two linebackers on the field, having five guys in coverage, not counting those two linebackers, uh, the Packers have a chance to stop this Titans passing attack, I think. It doesn't matter how good your receivers are. If our pass rush can get to Tannehill quickly, consistently throughout this game, I think Uh, It doesn't matter how good the Titans' offensive weapons are. The Titans do have maybe the top duo receiver tandem in the entire NFL, only behind the Minnesota Vikings, though, uh, with two receivers, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. Corey Davis, number three receiver, A.J. Brown, number 13 receiver in the NFL right now. Both of these guys are big play receivers, and the Packers have to to be ready with a safety deep at all times, probably, Probably having Darnell Savage back there just because he can cover so much space so quickly because of his speed. If Jair can keep one of these guys in check and we can, and we can lean towards helping Kevin King on the opposite, opposite side, this passing attack shouldn't be the reason we lose this game. The Titans will most likely be without tight end Johnu Smith, which will keep their weapons limited in their passing attack in this game, which is huge because even though Johnu Smith is not elite by any means, uh, he's still good and leaning on your backup tight ends and only having two major weapons the Packers have to think about in the passing game is going to be a big deal uh, for us to be able to stop this passing offense. The problem with the Titans offense overall, though, isn't just that they have a very dangerous passing attack. It's that their passing attack is so dangerous because of their rushing attack. Even though their offensive line is one of the worst uh, when it comes to pass protection, they are the best run blocking offensive line in the entire NFL by a long shot. This dichotomy is interesting, and it's really their number one rushing offense that makes this offense just so hard to stop. The same way that the Packers want to pound the football, set up their play action, is the same way the Titans want to run their offense, and they have their best run blocking offensive line, and combine that with the best running back in the NFL in Derrick Henry, and that's pretty hard to stop. The Titans will rely on Derrick Henry in their rushing attack, especially in the cold on Sunday night. The Packers are going to have to play with two linebackers on the field. And that's that's uncommon for the Packers because they don't run base defense that much. They don't run a defense that has two inside linebackers on the field. They usually one, run one linebacker having an extra defensive back on the field. But in this game, the Packers are going to have to play with two linebackers on the field. And those guys are going to have to be Kamal Martin and Chris Barnes, both the 
of both of our rookie linebackers. We saw last week how effective this duo can be in stopping the run. They played so fast, so instinctual, and it was just awesome to see. If the Packers are going to win this game, we will need these two rookie linebackers to play as good as they did last week, and I think they can do that. Derrick Henry still will probably break one away or force a bunch of broken tackles in this game, but our defense has got to make sure it never gives up and is flowing to the football, making sure Henry doesn't get any extra yards or breaks one tackle and then goes the whole distance. We got to flow to the football really well, really fast throughout this game With when you're playing a guy like Derrick Henry who breaks more tackles than almost anyone in the NFL. This offense is going to be tough to stop, especially knowing Green Bay's Achilles heel the last few seasons has been their inability to stop the run. But knock on wood, right now, the Packers have the 11th best run defense in the NFL. And so hopefully they found a way to stop opponents' rushing attacks, even good ones like the Titans. So now let's look at their defense, the Titans' defense, which is a much different story. The Titans are one of the best offenses in the NFL, but their defense isn't anywhere close to matching that. The Titans have honestly just solid players all over their defense, guys who are just a little above average, and they do their roles well. Um, they're 11th in rushing defense, 18th in pass defense, which is actually pretty good knowing how good their offense is. Their defense has been just good enough to keep them in football games throughout the year, and they just give their offense enough time to put up a lot of points. Before last week, I would have said the way to beat this Titans defense is going to be by throwing the football, but now I'm not so sure. The Titans just had their star cornerback, Adoree Jackson, return from injury, and he played in his first game last week and only played 28 snaps, but he played at an elite level over those 28 snaps. If he comes back and is ready to play at full strength this game, is going this game is going to be a lot more difficult offensively than I had originally thought. When it comes to the Titans secondary last week, they played the Lions, and they actually got torched. And four of their five starters in their secondary all played below average to just awful in coverage in that game. Mm. And I think uh, with those guys, if they want to rely on those same guys that they played a majority of the game last week, it's going to be a big problem for the Titans defensively. Uh, they had guys like Malcolm Butler, Desmond King, Imani Hooker, and Ty Smith. And if those are the guys they're playing back there, rather than a Dory Jackson, the Packers will be in a really good place offensively. The Packers' weapons in their passing attack can overwhelm the struggling Titans' pass defense. The Packers' receivers did struggle last week, but I'm looking for them to have a bounce-back game and put up a lot of numbers in this game, including guys like MVS, Devontae Adams, Al Nazard, Robert Tunyon. I think they're all going to get really involved in this game. The Titans have struggled to create pressure with their man with their main pressure guys, being from Jadavian Clowney who is good but not great by any means as a pass rusher. And then they have interior defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons, who is a big guy in the middle of their defense who they love, but also not the best pass rusher ever. Um, if Rodgers has time in the pocket, he's deadly, and I think that's going to be the case in this game. The Titans just don't have the pass rush necessary to get after Rodgers consistently. Their pass defense overall hasn't been great, uh, even good. And I think this passing attack, our Packers passing attack is going to have a day because I think the Packers have one of the best pass blocking offensive lines in the NFL and Corey Lindsley might even return off the IR in this game and take back over at center which would be huge for the Packers overall so I think uh, this passing offense the Packers passing offense Rodgers has got to be playing an elite level in this game like he, like we know he can if we're going to win this game and tear up this Titans defense Finally, where the Titans have done better as a defense is in stopping the run. 
even though this is true, the Packers need to make sure they don't abandon the run game. So the Packers have been way, consistently way better uh, at winning football games, having a much more dynamic, explosive offense when they've committed to the run game and stayed with it. Every single game this year, their offense has been just so much better when they stick to the running game, when they're getting 20-plus carries a game, and the Packers need the running game the same way the Titans do, to set up their play-action passing attack. If the Packers can do just enough damage in the running game, this is going to set up Rodgers with just enough time in the pocket to find the open man and create a lot, lot of openings in this defense and big plays down the field. The Packers need to consistently stick to the running game, at least running the football once for every two pass plays, not getting too stuck in a passing attack, even if they get down right away. I think the Packers, when their offense hasn't been great, opposing teams have scored a touchdown and the Packers start to shy away from relying on the running game, that's when they run into problems offensively, especially especially if you look at their losses this year. And I think the Packers need to make sure they continue to rely on the running game because Aaron Jones will break one. This Our offensive line is good and is, is still a good run-blocking offensive line, third in the NFL, only behind the Titans and the Minnesota Vikings. And so the Packers need to make sure line on their offensive line. Aaron Jones has been prepped all year for this. He's not played a ton of snaps this season so far. The Packers played him 90% of the snaps last week, and I think they're going to do the same again this week, and I think we need to make sure Aaron Jones is being fed the football, either as a runner, hopefully, um, and even as a uh, as a receiver out of the backfield. We haven't seen that since the start of the year that much, but Aaron Jones can be effective as a pass catcher as well and create a lot of separation on his own. I think the biggest thing for the Packers in this game is they can't commit turnovers. When you have two top teams playing the biggest factor in deciding who wins these games is who wins the turnover battle. The Packers have not lost a game this season when they haven't committed a turnover. And the turnovers in a game with two teams this good will decide the outcome. So in conclusion, this is going to be the toughest team the Packers will face in the regular season. This is going to come down to the wire. I think the Titans coming from Nashville will be shocked coming into the cold. And that may play a factor in this game. The Titans, because of the cold, are going to rely on their ground game and be successful at times. Even maybe break away too huge, maybe like 25-plus yard runs with big old Derrick Henry in the backfield. Uh, he might even have 125-plus yards on the ground in this game. But I do think the Packers are going to win the majority of those plays when it comes to stopping the run. But they are going to allow just a couple of big ones. I think the thing is, I think consistently, I want to see our rookie linebackers making plays, playing fast, stopping Derrick Henry, you know, giving them a yard run, a two-yard run, a three-yard run every now and then. You know, every now and then, yes, he gets a 30-yard rush because he's he's really good, and this Titans rushing attack is really good. But the majority of the time, I want to see our rookie linebackers, I want to see this defense win the running game on a play-to-play game rather than looking at the average yards per carry over the entire game because when you play a guy like Derrick Henry he's going to break a lot of tackles he's going to break a run for 40 50 60 yards and don't look at the overall look at this play to play and I think the Packers can win this and make some stops and get some three and outs because of that I think uh Henry is going to run in for two touchdowns in this game and I think Kevin King or Josh Jackson they're going to get beat for a long touchdown or miss a tackle, giving A.J. Brown or Corey Davis a huge play after the catch for a touchdown as well. Although the Titans' offense is going to look really good at times, I think uh, we're going to 
stop Derrick Henry a majority of this game. And we're going to force these third and mediums, forcing Tannehill to have to face our pass rush on obvious passing downs. I think Tannehill is going to be sacked three times in this game and pressured a lot, lot more. Our, pra- our pass rush is just too good for the Titans offensive line. Offensively, I see the Packers coming out starting hot in this game, putting up 21 points in the first half, two from Rodgers in the air, one by Aaron Jones on the ground. I think going in the half, it's going to be a 21-17 ball game Packers. And in the second half, it's just going to be back and forth. I think the Titans are going to get really hot, though, in the second half, and our defense won't be able to continue to stop the run. And I think the Packers will have a drive that ends in a three and out, which allows the Titans to get ahead in this game. I think this game ends with just a few minutes left, and Rodgers has the ball, and the Packers are down 34-37. to I think Rodgers is going to drive down the field. He's going to set up his team for an easy field goal to tie the game. But um, he's going to be able to take a couple chances at the end zone. And at the end, he finds Tunyon in the end zone to take the lead, 41-37. to The Titans are going to get the ball back, I think, with just under a minute left. But our pass rush is just too good. And this game will end with a sack on fourth down by Rashawn Gary. And the Packers win this one, 41-37. to So that's all we have today, folks. Make sure to watch Sunday night's game and make sure to stay tuned for more episodes of Packers Now. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe, give me a review so I can hear what you guys think about the podcast. And tell your friends about Packers Now so that they can get all the latest updates on the green and gold because it's always Packers season at Packers Now. Thanks, guys.